Hello, it's October 2012, and here's another Big Finish podcast. Smooth as a baby's bottom. <laughs> Thank you. That's a description of my head from Paul Sprague. Is it all right if I mention your name or are you going to get touchy? No, I'm fine now. Why okay. doesn't he like his name being mentioned? Oh, there was this whole argument last month about me introducing him when he wanted to introduce himself. I've got over it now. I'm fine. Oh, by the way, I'm Nick Briggs and you just heard David Richardson. Hello. We uh, work for Big Finish, who produced Doctor Who, Stargate... Sherlock Holmes, Highlander, Bernice Summerfield. Countermeasures. Countermeasures. Audio. Dark Shadows, which is for, always when you forget. Yes, Dark Shadows. How can I forget that? People there's love Dark Shadows. There's a whole shelf shadows. over Just look over here. There's yeah. a shelf of You them. say look over there. The door frame is exactly in the way. Graceless. Graceless. Jago yeah. and Light. We do a lot. Go to bigfinish.com if that's not where you've already got this podcast. You've got it off iTunes. Come and have a look at bigfinish.com. Blake Seven. We do full cast audio books. Can I just say, well, we're, call- we're calling them audiobooks now because I know all of you out there who know Big Finish really well think it's odd for us to now call them audiobooks. But anyone who isn't really in the know, audio drama kind of is not something they'd search for. So we're saying audiobooks because it's something that everyone understands. I know they're not audiobooks, they're full cast audiobooks. The number of people who've introduced me at conventions saying, oh, Nick Briggs, he does the audiobooks. And I'm going, I don't. Oh, well. Anyway, oh, exterminate. <laughs> Just saw exterminate written in front of me. In this podcast, we will be giving you, telling you who the winners for the competition last month. It's the most simplistic oh. script you've ever been given, isn't it? Yeah. Exterminate. <laughs> is, that, is that the competition where we're the prize? We're, we are the prize. For the what, 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 what was, can you explain that to stop me talking? <laughs> oh, stop me explaining it. <laughs> You looked it was, at, your, it was your idea. You said it and then you looked at Paul Sprague. I, I, was I don't know who I'm looking at. I've, to you. I've got my reading glasses <laughs> well, on. Yes, I can't see a... anything further than five inches away from me. Basically, the competition prize is a cup of tea <laughs> <laughs> with us. Um, yes, I've tried to make it sound exciting and I'm sure it will be. Um, but you get to come out and meet us. Uh, uh, Nick is coming and Paul Sprague is coming and I'll be there, David Richardson. And we're going to invite a few other Big Finish people along if they're available, whoever's we'll certainly around. invite them, whether they turn up or not. <laughs> not a matter. And it'll just be a bit of casual time chatting about Big Finish stuff. Yeah, see? And the other the other prize was, was it a signed script of the first Sontarans? Is that right? Yes, I believe you're correct. Yeah, how did I remember that? Who knows? So that we'll be announcing the winner of that competition very soon. We'll also be talking about the stuff out this month in October. Uh, you will have already heard uh, the first episode of The Burning Prince which formed the first podcast of this month. And we, we offered that for free because we just thought it was so marvellous. We wanted everyone to hear it. And for those of you who hadn't already bought it, to go, I must buy this now. <laughs> it is yeah. cracking. So we're well, now plus, going... Plus also, yeah. I suppose there was a slight slight worry that uh, everyone would get, was getting all excited and chatting about gods and monsters. And of course, we have two releases out. Yes. 
for strange historical reasons. Yeah, Doctor Who Gods and Monsters was out, which was the culmination of the Sylvester McCoy trilogy. So, and and further back, really, mm. stuff that's been building up for ages. And to be fair, we couldn't have given away episode one of Gods and Monsters because people who hadn't heard any of the previous two stories might be a bit upset. That's true. I wish I hadn't got this fizzy water here because I keep wanting to drink it. Mm. Mm. There'll be other effects in a minute, I think. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, something to look forward to there. We're looking forward already. It'll be, it'll <laughs> Let's be, all look forward. It'll be like Crispgate, only <laughs> with slightly more disconcerting. Uh, only with burps. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I think that's the very best we can hope for. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, it's starting uh, already, David. Pa- stand back. <laughs> hearing, hearing Paul Sprague say forward. And us laughing at him just reminded me of what a comedy genius Paul Sprague is. Yes. How much we love him and, and how much, which isn't much, obviously. Um, and, and how he is always employee of the month. Thanks. And, That's because uh, I'm the only employee. And uh, also, you know, people for many years, many, many years, have been asking why Paul Sprague doesn't come with us to conventions, aside from the obvious concerns, (laughs) which we can't mention here for legal reasons. Um, Anyway, um, so we were talking about uh, you going to Chicago TARDIS, weren't we? And and David said he'd gladly pay for a one-way ticket. (laughs) (laughs) That's only why I ever agree to be in a room with you two. You know, the actual, I just, I'll tell you all the truth. The last podcast, we were ribbing you so mercilessly. I I dropped the (laughs) touch. Sorry, there's been a disaster. The tassel of my hooded top went in my tea. (laughs) Has it really gone in? Do you need a spoon to get it out? Well, um, no, we're all right. I'm just a bit wet. (laughs) Have you just... (laughs) Don't rung that out on my Sherlock Holmes posters on the floor there. No, I haven't. Okay. I thought he won't... considering it. In the last podcast, (laughs) we ribbed you so badly when you were trying to present the podcast, Paul. Yeah. That I actually had to edit it because, frankly, it just sounded like blatant bullying. In it the was workplace. it was really unpleasant to listen to, and I would like to say publicly that I'm ashamed <laughs> of the way David treated you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I really enjoyed it, yeah. and I think it's character building. Yes, no, I agree. Plus, plus, I'm used to it. It's been about 10, 10 11 years now, hasn't We've it? Done it. <laughs> well, you ought to For listen back to it, know, mate. Yes. It's uncomfortable listening. Yes. Paul, Paul and I used to work together at a company before Big Finish. That's why you already um, have this unhealthy relationship. Yes, and I missed him so much having him having been a fixture in my daily routine. You did someone to kick as he walked through the Bring him to Big Finish, didn't I? You did. I kept making you tea. You were hoping I still would. And I, I know, refused. you haven't made me a cup of tea since you joined here, have you? <laughs> no, he did to start with, didn't he? Quite a lot, I remember. He made me tea. Yeah. yeah. Then because I don't drink tea, I thought, well, why am I bothering to do this? So I stopped. You seem mm. to make startlingly, startlingly good tea for someone who doesn't drink it. He had a lot of practice at this other company. It's not so much that either. It's the fact that I was trained up when I was a kid. Each each weekend, it used to be mine and my brother's turn alternating to make tea for our parents on Saturday and Sunday morning. That sounds very Victorian. Did you so, then go up the chimney and uh, sweep? Well, only on special occasions. <laughs> you must be a bit rusty at it now. Yes, I know. I should I should make more tea for you, David. That's where I'm going. Anyway, Chicago Tardis. Anyway, yeah. the point I was getting to is that you know after that mention of that, we spoke to uh, Jason Haygallery, who spoke to Gene, uh, who uh, is a lot to do with Chicago Tardis, 
and he has he's booked you he's so ladies and gentlemen paul sprague is coming to chicago tardis now expect a surge in registrations for that convention <laughs> and quite a lot of cancellations no, yeah <laughs> no people just throwing themselves out of windows it was uh, it's november the 20 it's black friday isn't it's it the 23rd unsurprisingly <laughs> yes. So there you are, Paul Sprague appearing at a convention near you if you live near Chicago. <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about a, a quick recap of the October releases because they are out now, and if you hadn't got any of them, this is what they are. What? There's a lot of silence. Well, oh, God. Well, shall we start with the Acheron Pulse? Yes. Which is the monthly range title. Colin, witch Doctor. It's, witch Doctor? <laughs> uh, it's Colin Baker. Is a witch doctor. Travelling <laughs> solo. Um, the, uh, this is the second story in a multi-doctor trilogy. Every story has got a different doctor in it. And there's a there's an ongoing arc, an ongoing storyline. Um but we're not saying at this stage until you've heard Acheron Pulse what that arc is. Yeah. How they are related. So uh, if you've heard The Burning Prince, you know it's going somewhere. But um, where will be answered in Acheron Pulse? Um, fantastic guest star in this. We've got James Wilby um, playing a And indeed he was. ...character. <laughs> um, and well be. done. Well Thanks. done. Thanks. That was nice. Thanks. And Thanks. He, might, he might be back. Um, oh. Who can say? Very nice man. Yes. Touch of class. Shall we have a clip? Oh, okay. For pity's sake, those natives are fighting with nothing more than pointy sticks and sheer guts. They don't stand a chance. You've no reason to destroy their world. Dismantling an empire is bound to involve casualties, Doctor. I won't allow this. You've already taken Empress Cheney. Acheron We've secured the main key, Clan Mother. By sunrise, Kuro Castle will be. Ah! 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 Was a, a clip from the Acheron Pulse. Mm. There's uh, some very clever casting in that actually, because um, Kirsty Besterman played. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is Jared. I'm going to have to cut again. <laughs> okay. Um, Kirsty Besterman had a role in The Burning Prince, um, and she was fantastic and just so happy to be working with us at Big Finish. So um, Ken has actually brought her back in the Acheron Pulse, playing that same character's cousin. So there's a nice little bit of DNA continuing through these stories. And I can say Kirsty will be back in the third one as well. Can I? Yes, I can say that. 
It's very difficult with spoilers on this I know, stories. we've had to do so much editing in this piece because David keeps giving the story <laughs> away. And then real, let's give him his due. He realises he has and stops. It's impressive, isn't it? It's normally you, Nick. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. It is normally me. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's so hard, though, when you know what a story is about, yes. but you forget that actually it isn't revealed until during the story. Yes, you don't want to spoil it. Plus, no. as far as you're concerned, you're about six months ahead, so you already know all of this and believe that everyone else should. Exactly. David Richardson, man of the future. I'm living on space. Bought fear, I am. <laughs> I say, I thought there was something about the way you walked. <laughs> so, what else is coming out this month? Well, um, it's an exciting month for us because the special releases start, don't they? they We've do. done these, this big bundle of Doctor Who special releases. Um, now, they total altogether 15 discs worth of entertainment. And you can buy them as a bundle at an incredible price of £65 on CD or £55 on download. What? So long as you get in by the end of October. <gasps> you haven't got long now. And all those stories will be spread out over October, November and December. Um, but uh, October's releases are, first of all, Unit Dominion. Doctor Who Unit Dominion. Yes, which features uh, the seventh Doctor travelling with his companion Rain Creevy. You may remember from Crime of the Century and Earth Aid, uh, the lost stories uh, from the the season that didn't make it to television by Andrew Cartmel and Ben Aronovich and people like that. But there are no other people like that. They are the, they're one-offs. Those two, um, yeah, and she's in it. Yeah, but so exciting. It's also got Alex McQueen. Yes, as the other Doctor. Well, yes, three three facts about Unit Dominion. One, the new Doctor. You are holding my TARDIS illegally. Played by Alex McQueen. Two, Klein. During my time at Unit, we fended off a fair few attacks, but this all feels different. Three, the new Unit personnel. I've diverted my car since this thing is now hovering over Camden Lock. Which one shall I talk about first? Alex McQueen. He was great, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, just, just um, not only just really fun to work with. I mean, uniquely fun actually. Is I've never worked with anybody so, yes, constantly creative. Every single line that they say, yeah, in the green room, you know, it's just a real character actually. Yeah. He, uh, if those of you who don't recognise the actor's name, you'll have seen him in the Inbetweeners as one of the dads. But he's also been in the the thick of it, hasn't he? Which is a. a a political satire series. I don't know whether you've seen I that. I believe he was the character cruelly called Baldemort at one point. <laughs> He's bald. In, in the thick of it. I identify with that. And you wrote it for him, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes. Well, I mean, uh, as originally... Uh, Jason Arnott wrote the first drafts, um, and in my rewrites I was thinking of Alex McQueen. I don't think Jason knew that Alex McQueen was... I had him in my back pocket, Alex McQueen. I was thinking, mm. ever since I had heard Paradise Five, I thought, I think he'd make a good mm. character. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see him back, actually. Would you? Yeah. See what we can do. He's an unusual actor as well, because he kept asking for retakes. Yes, yes. Mm. Could I just do that again? Mm. He's so funny. He kept calling me your lordship. <laughs> and whenever I'm surprised we... you haven't got us doing that. <laughs> Well, that was the next item on my agenda. Oh, right, fine. Uh, and uh, whenever I agreed with him on something, he said, we're the same! <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps making bing-bong noises. Like, bing-bong, cashier number three, please. But 
amazingly accurate. I know. It's what I really, did then was actually rubbish. Really, but... really disconcerting because people were starting to look around in the green room mm. wondering where it was coming from and it was yeah. always him. So uh, Klein is the, was second on my list of facts from Unit Dominion. The lovely Tracy Childs, who's uh, the character Klein, proved enormously popular when uh, it, uh, she featured in uh, Colditz years ago, which was... Uh, She's a Nazi astrophysicist, you Exactly. Know. <laughs> and then later on, we had her in a trilogy with the Seventh Doctor, a brilliant trilogy, um, where she travelled with the Doctor and it created an extremely interesting dynamic. Uh, a Thousand Tiny Wings was the first one of that trilogy, wasn't it? Mm. Uh, so have a look at that on the site if you haven't already got it. And, uh, it was also on uh, 4 Extra, wasn't it? Yes, it yeah. was, yes. Some an, of it was. An edited version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so Dear me. A proportion of it was. <laughs> I don't know why they did that. What's the matter with them? Um, and uh, she was just so lovely to work with that David said to me, you know, when we do a new series of units, which we were sort of planning, I think Klein should be in it because at the end of that trilogy, she she gets a new life as the scientific advisor for unit. And um, it's a sheer coincidence. It really is that our unit story is coming out shortly after the TV series decided to do unit. Mm. <laughs> so there you are. I think ours was planned a long, long time ago, I think. So when, when the storyline was first approved, they had no an idea they were doing a unit story. But it's all turned out rather nicely. Mm -hmm. Then there's the new unit personnel. I just mentioned two of them. There's one. There's one, just passing the door <laughs> behind me. Incredible. Yeah, yes, we are in the office and not the a studio. Um, yes, uh, there's uh, Colonel Lafayette. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, yes. Thank you for contributing to our podcast. Thank you. Um, and uh, yes, he's an interesting character played by an actor called Julian Dutton, uh, who some of you may uh, recognise as someone who appeared with some aardvarks on CBBC. <laughs> anyway, he's what? an actor. Yeah, OK, that's, that's all I'm saying. He was also in a famous photocopy advert years ago, but I worked with him just after I left drama school back in the Middle Ages. Um, and so I thought it was a brilliant opportunity to get him in. And he, he was he was great in the part. He's, um, yeah, I better not reveal too much about him. And then there's also uh, Major Wyland Jones, who is a much more uh, aggressive character than, say, the Brigadier, who comes along to save the day. So there are new unit personnel coming along to interact with the Doctors. They're not connected to Wyland. No, Wyland, this <laughs> is, yeah. So anyway. also, it's also a very interesting story for Rain in a way, isn't it? I know we don't really <clears throat> cover this in the story as such, but it's Rain travelling with the Seventh Doctor later in his life, but she's already been travelling with the Doctor and Ace. And how that marries up? Oh, should we? Should we? Let she her? comes and goes. She does. She does come and go. But all I'll say is there's a very interesting gap. In Rain's life, between um, <coughs> all I'll say is there's a very interesting gap in Rain's life between Animal and Earth Aid. So, yes, there's not many people you think can say that, that when about. You're, <laughs> think of between that when you're Animal listening. and Earth Aid. There's a bit of an interesting gap. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you, David. What else is out this month? 
Oh, shouldn't we have a clip from Unit Dominion? Yes. You certainly should. Bang. You know something, Doctor, don't you? Something you're not telling me. Oh, I know many things, Elizabeth, that I'm not telling you. I assure you, the knowledge I've accumulated over all my lifetime... I mean specific to this situation. Don't attempt to toy with me, Doctor. If you don't start yielding information, you're as useless to me as your former self. The Umbrella Man standing on the sidelines, watching without helping. (laughs) Have you ever considered getting some sort of therapy about that, Elizabeth? I can see you've been rather traumatised by these odd encounters with the Umbrella Man. How did that node thing get here? What's its connection to the mind leeches and these flying head things? I assure you, Elizabeth, I am as anxious as you are to find out what's going on. That's why I need to get that node into the TARDIS and analyse it. All right, then. What are we doing wasting our time sitting in an ambulance? That was a clip from Unit Dominion. And the other release in our Super Duper Bundle this month is Love and War. Oh, yes. Yes, the adaptation of the first Benefield... Benefield? Bernice Summerfield story. From (laughs) Benefield Summer story. From 1992. (laughs) That was written by Paul Cornell. You know that name. He was at Rob Sheeran's event uh, last Wednesday. I'm sure he was, but I was more thinking that he's actually written for the TV series. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thought... human nature. Human nature. It's only human nature. <clears throat> what? <laughs> so it's an interesting story, Love and War. Very dark. Very dark indeed. And it pushes, I think, the relationship between the Doctor and Ace to a, oh, yes. to a very very dangerous place while introducing um, Lisa Bowman as Benny so uh, here's a little snippet (laughs) this is more like it heaven what's this place called then Heaven. What, really? It's pastoral. You mean muddy? Look at my boots. A small community of settlers, lots of people passing through, lots of people staying. There would be tourists, but we're in the middle of decades of war. Daleks mainly. Are they here, do you reckon? No. Why do you always assume the worst? Must be the life I lead. Come on, where's this library? It's all old McDonald's farm and chickens round here. Not all. See that spire over there? Hang on, Professor. They've got horses. Horses in space. There are people in space, so why not horses? Teach you to ride. It's worth a few coins. Hey, you. Gonna stand there all day, or are you going to take up my offer? You know how to ride a horse? I, I, I... Well, either you do, or you don't. Yes. Uh, no. All right, Ace. Yeah, yeah, I- I'm coming. Uh, library, right? Scared? What, me? No. Long time ago, I told myself that if I had enough, I'd always give money to people that needed it. That lot back there looked like they needed cash. And that guy with the horse, he... he... Anyway, the library? I'll meet you there, OK? Thank you. What else? And now three discs, we should point out. Now three discs. Oh, yes, it's three. Love and War is now three discs. It was a two-disc release. It's a three-disc release for no extra money. Correct. Yeah. Mm. Even better value for money in our extensive CD bundle. We're not making you pay for our administrative error. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 
So, uh, what about the Companion Chronicles? Oh, Companion Chronicle. Um, it's the last post, which is Caroline John's final uh, portrayal of Liz Shaw, actually. My name is Liz Shaw, and I've come to stop the end of the world. And it was it's really weird, actually, going in to listen to it. I was ever so slightly worried that it might be too morbid, because mm, it's about mm. death. But um, actually, I've... I've been left with the feeling that I think it's delightful. Oh, I think it, it is a really, really lovely um, tribute to her whole era of Doctor Who. Um, I think it's a, it's a beautiful script by James Goss and very funny as well. I mean, it's a, the central relationship is between Liz and her mother, uh, who's played by Rowena Cooper, and it's, it's just very beautifully observed and funny. And uh, yeah, I, don't, I, I have a deep fondness for it oh that's lovely we look forward to that one um i was watching ambassadors of death at the weekend actually it was lovely to see how you were just doing an ambassador i was being an ambassador death. i, I, said, I wonder what that was i thought you were saying shut up <laughs> <laughs> which wouldn't be the first time um yeah and just seeing carrie there is brilliant brilliant I, there's a lovely bit uh where a thug grabs her and she says, don't worry, I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> I can't help thinking that Carrie just put that in, you know, it's brilliant. Anyway, and also we should mention that, you know, we, we did talk to Jeffrey Beavers about yeah. uh, her husband about um, the, the release of this. And he was absolutely behind it being released, wasn't he? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, I'd... Because we wouldn't. If he'd said, oh, I don't know, then we would have changed no, it. I was, I was very much in the frame of mind. We should hold it till next year and release it then. But uh, Jeffrey said, no, it, it, it Carrie would just have wanted it to have gone out. So. Yes. The show must go on, you see. Can, can we have a little clip oh, of Carrie a, with Rowena Cooper? Not half. You're late, Elizabeth. Oh, sorry, Mum. Thanks for seeing me. I got caught up in work. That top-secret new job of yours. Have some tea and tell me all about it. Mum, you know I can't. Darling, I've signed the Official Secrets Act more times than your father's ruined hot dinners. You know I love a gossip. Have a scone. Well, underneath St Pancras Station is a secret military base. Darling, you work at UNIT. You know about them? Alastair's on one of my committees. Oh. Lovely fellow. There we are. The lovely Caroline John, who we all miss very much. Is there anything else? Uh, dog shadows. Oh yes, what's the Dark Shadows it's situation? You always forget. Dark yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I do love Dark Shadows in a sort of peripheral, from a distance way. It's uh, Dreaming of the Water, the Dark Shadows release for uh, October, which I honestly know very little about, huh. despite the fact that I've recently been putting together the uh, cover for it. Okay. Or at least um, Is doing the internet not working. No, apparently not. Oh, the internet it's, has failed. It's inconsiderate, isn't it? So, uh, yes, uh, I, I can't tell you a lot about it without the internet. Well, I don't know. There may be a way of telling you a bit about it. Um, talk about Dorian Gray in the meantime. Oh, yes, Dorian Gray, which is uh, a, a new series um, developed by Scott Hancock, who's been working on uh, Bernice Summerfield and Gallifrey for the last few years. And uh, he's uh, come up with uh, this series called The Confessions of Dorian Gray, which, you know, Dorian Gray, as you know, is a character created by Oscar Wilde. 
and the central conceit about it being that he is sort of forever young but his portrait ages um, and the central conceit as it were behind this series is as if he he was a real character who Oscar Wilde based the story on and it's uh, his incredible uh, life and encounters it's, it's, are the subject of these confessions. I just recently recorded uh, the Christmas special of that. It's coming out as a download-only thing from the end of October, isn't it? From it's literally the 27th. Literally, which is um, Halloween, isn't it? Not traditionally, no. No, when's Halloween? The 30th. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 31st. Oh, right. well, it's more or but less. The, the 27th is the Saturday because they're coming out weekly. The, the downloads are coming out half weekly, hour so, episodes yep so the first one's out on the 27th at real bargain prices as well aren't they yes 2 99 and only a fiver for the Christmas special which is an which hour is long which is twice the length it is yes and, and Sherlock Holmes appears in the Christmas special which is why I was in Cardiff recording it there in a very very cold studio that's all I can say it was appropriate for Christmas though it's freezing cold <laughs> did you have a tree no no Presents? There was some mould growing, but there were no trees growing. Mince pies? <laughs> no, what did I have? I had some sort of salad. I know, I know. Mm. It wasn't really Christmas. We were, oh, we right. were acting. Oh, I see. And it's a very exciting adventure with uh, Dorian Gray meeting Sherlock Holmes. You see, there's a real fiction clash going on here. Um, but I highly recommend it, The Confessions of Dorian Gray. Have a look at it on the Big Finish site. It's one of the ranges now. And you can order that, and there's a, there's a, a bargain rate for buying all. How many episodes are there? Five. Five five half hour episodes <clears throat> plus the special, uh, the Christmas special. Hello. Hello. Who's there? Who is that? This isn't funny. If this is somebody's idea of a joke. I got out of bed and lit the oil lamp. Where was that sound coming from? No sooner had I followed it to its source than it came again from another corner of the room. Who is that? Where are you? Answer me! Then I saw it, a movement. A trick of the light? Well, it had to be shadows dancing on the patterns in the wallpaper. I stood perfectly still, placed the lamp down on my bedside table. The flame inside instantly settled and the shadows around stopped moving. The pattern, however, did not. Oh. Impossible. That's impossible. So that is me talking about Dorian Gray. Should I mention, by the way, since we did say October the 27th, that's also when we have a sale on the site. October the 27th and 28th, the Saturday and the, Saturday and the Sunday, is a special Dalek sale. <sighs> yeah. Shall I tell you what we're releasing? You should, uh, you should do Dalek voices all the way through this. <laughs> that would be quite irritating, wouldn't it? <laughs> Emergency! Emergency! Cerebral malfunction! Shut down! Imperial link to Dalek Command Network! Immediately! <laughs> so we're releasing Dalek Empire uh, and the, uh, the Doctor Who stage plays, which are all Dalek stories, and the Bernie Summerfield episode, Death and the Daleks. 
plus a selection of other Dalek stories. Uh, the Peter Davison story, Plague of the Daleks. Colin Baker stories, The Juggernauts, which features the mechanoids. Enter. Stop. Uh, shut up. And The Enemy <laughs> of the Daleks, which is the Sylvester McCoy story. Plus Terror Firma, which is a Paul McGann Dalek story. And the Doctor Who Unbound story, Masters of War, which also stars David Warner and the lovely, late, lamented Nicholas Courtney. As the Brigadier, indeed, travelling with uh, the Doctor, as played by David Warner, the aforementioned David Warner. And they're all at incredible bargain prices. Uh, what can I say? You can buy uh, uh, each series of Dalek Empire for £15. Um, those are the four CD ones. And uh, Dalek Empire 3, which is six CDs, for just £20. So, you, you, you know, have a look on October the 27th and 28th these tremendous bargains by Dorian Gray while you're there yes I thought you were going to say that they were by Dorian Gray no no Dreaming of the That's Water Dark Shadows stars Chris Pennock and Catherine Lee Scott and is about a character called Sebastian Shaw there you go oh so Sebastian Shaw apparently uh, is uh, he's uh, finding himself stuck in the Wincliffe Psychiatric Institute. I hate it when that happens. Where people don't really want to be. No, it sounds nasty. So, uh, another disturbing and uh, unsettling Dark Shadows. Flashes of lightning illuminate the huge silhouette of Wincliffe Sanitarium as two people approach the building. The man, Sebastian Shaw, believes that his companion's sanity will be restored by the sanitarium's doctors. He does not realize that this action may be at the cost of his own. Excuse me, I'm here to admit Maggie Evans. Sebastian, please. Take me back to Cullensport. I, I shouldn't be here. No, you need help. You need to get well. And I'll take you right back to Collinsport as soon as you're feeling yourself again. I promise. Hello there. Maggie Evans. I am Dr. Thompson. Lovely to meet you. I understand Dr. Hoffman suggested your visit. I don't want to go with them, Sebastian. Please. Maggie, if you'd like to go with Nurse Rogan, she will get you settled in. Sebastian. It's okay, Maggie. I promise you. I'll be waiting for you. So that was October's releases. Time now for the winners of last month's competition. Oh, should I say what the competition prize was? Yes, obviously. It was a cup of tea. With us. Um, yes, it was an opportunity. Oh, I'm so embarrassed to talk about this price. Um, it's the opportunity to meet up with us, Ray. Um, and um, yes, we'll, we'll all get together and you can have a bit of a one on one, well, four on one, no, four on however many of us there are time uh, with Big Finish. <laughs> They've given me the strangest look. Um, and, and yes, and, and over to the winners. Okay. He's <laughs> just, just hitting you. I can't countenance this level of bullying. No, no, I like the way you've not in any way stepped in, though. Oh, I, just, I feel powerless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice to meet you, Phil. How oh. are you? 
Hey. Uh, the first winner is Kevin Collins. Hey. Who's in Liverpool. Kevin. Ooh. Well done. So you'll have to get on a train. Yeah. Then there's Tony Cross, who brilliantly has only emailed in his work address. So, But his work address is in London, so that's fine. Okay. But I don't yeah. know where he lives. Presumably no. London, somewhere. Perhaps he lives under his desk. Um, Keith Goldsborough, who uh, lives in Perfleet in Essex. Oh, yes. And Simon Stevenson from Stockton-on-Tees. So you four people will be coming to meet us at some date we can work out. Yeah, are you going to liaise with everybody, Sprague, and work out a day when... Am I? Oh, good. Is that all right? Oh, I shall look forward to it. <laughs> David is now balancing a ruler on his head. Um, yes. I don't know why, but... I don't know why I mentioned it. Could have just gone on without mentioning it. Anyway, so... In, the in runner- all fairness, he's not hitting me with it, so I'm no. OK with it. Yes. Oh, oh, oh no. Yes. <laughs> um, so anyway, no, yes, we shall look forward to meeting everybody. Yes, That's we, a we do. That's day. Hmm. And it's not a whole prize. day, surely, is it? We don't no, have to no, do no. it for the whole day. No, no. <laughs> How long could a cup of tea last? For they'll be, they'll be sick of us after ten minutes. Have you still got that enormous Ali McBeal-sized cup that you used to have? No. No. If, it's, if it's that size, it could last a while. <clears throat> I don't think you can take your own cup to a, a coffee no, shop, can you? Fill this up. Yeah. What, from there? Mm-hmm. And the other prize? Is um, the signed script of the first Sontaran signed by everybody who worked on it. For example? Dan Starkey, Anthony Howe. I did this last month and I just reeled off names. Lizzie Roper. That was last month, mate. This he's is this run month. out now. He's run out. Colin Baker, Nicola Bryant. Andrew Smith, did you say? Andrew Smith. Who wrote it? Me. And to you. Very good. Well, there we are. And who wins that? Um, well, see, I want to say Johanna Barkman from Sweden, but I suspect I've mispronounced that, and it may be Johanna. I don't know. Okay. But, you know, I'm sure she'll email in and correct me. Are you sure it's a she as well, are you? Mm, fairly sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or, or maybe. Well, okay, good. Know, Congratulations to all of about you. That as well. In the next podcast, we will be setting the new competition. And we'll be talking about the November releases. We'll be previewing them. But before I go, David Richardson would like to say something. Yes, I'd like to say something. Um, November the 9th to the 11th, there will be a big finish posse at Dimensions in Newcastle. A big finish what? Posse. Every time he says that, it pops horribly into the microphone. Sorry. Posse. Away from the microphone. You said posse. Posse. Is that the what way is, the kids what say What is terribly posh. Anyway, just, just to let you know who will be there. I'll be there. And um, Beth Chalmers will be there. Oh. And Matt Fitton will be there. Oh. And Ken Bentley will be there. Oh. Um, and another of our uh, star guests from the audios will be there. But they haven't confirmed 100% yet. So I can't absolutely say. And Kenny Smith will be coming along to sign hey, copies of the Big will. Finish Companion 2. Yes. He's been looking forward to that. I'm sure he has. <laughs> and also finally Mark Wright is coming along to sign copies of Blake 7 I Forgotten. Feel sorry I'm not coming now. So there's going to be a good old gang of us and we'll be having a jolly time. So please, if you're there um, just come along to the table and do say hi because it will be lovely to see you. Yes, there's something to look forward to. Brilliant. And let's look forward to the next uh, podcast which will be next week. Or Thanks for listening. In five minutes' time, if you're us. Yes. <laughs> Shh, don't tell them that. It's all the secrets of the train. the magic. It's goodbye from me. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs>